Hey guys, I'm Heather and I'm the oldest. She's the emotional one. Is it Bruce Dickinson? <laughs> Man, why, the, why? I mean, like, you haven't even read the list. You're like, Heather. <sighs> hey guys, I'm Ben. I'm the middle child. And he's the practical one. What I, what I need you to understand <laughs> is that you have lost all credibility <sighs> when we get to the cutting stage. Why? Kenny Chesney was your second pick. I'm Beth, and I'm the baby. She's also the swing vote. My picks are great. And (laughs) and if you don't believe it, just ask me. I won't argue with you because I'm mature. Together, we make the Music List Podcast. We welcome you back to the Music List Podcast. My name is Ben. With me are my sisters Heather and Beth. And we are siblings that argue while making music lists. That's the stick. <laughs> That's what we do. And in honor of fall slash autumn, I don't know if you have to put a slash because they're the same thing. <laughs> fall, also known as autumn. We thought we would do fall songs, but not songs about fall. <laughs> no, not us. <laughs> no. We instead are doing songs that have the word fall, falling, fail, some derivative of fall, past, present, participle, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Et cetera. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Now, Yeah, now it's kind of like, weird. well, that was lame. But but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but we've already, we've already made we've already our long list. So. <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna stick with it. True story. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the one thing that could make this interesting, and as I'm looking at my list, my list, the my nine, is a pretty diverse list. The one thing I don't see, I, I see I see rock, I see country, I see classic rock, I see some pop sort of i see glam band i see some r&b so i mean i've got some i've got a pretty diverse list i mean Mm -hmm. how would you say that your list came out on the diverse spectrum mine's very diverse i think yeah mine shakes out similarly i think i I don't have any like rap or hip-hop i didn't have any of those I don't know. I think I think one of mine could fall there, but it's more pop. Hmm. But the artist has some. Okay. That falls in there. What about you? Uh, Do you have any hip hop or rap in yours? No. I don't know if it's really hip hop or rap. Probably not. I mean, I have. Looks like rock, kind of folky rock. <laughs> uh, I've got some country, <laughs> adult contemporary, classic rock and roll, R&B. I got some R&B, but it's not. Michael Bolton? It is not Michael Bolton. Oh. No. You remember when Dad went through that Michael Bolton stage? He did. The, my, <laughs> the very first um, time I got a CD player in 1990, Christmas 1990. The year was 1990. He got me, he and Mom got me uh, like a CD Walkman, and I got the Mariah Carey 
debut album and Michael Bolton. <laughs> so that's this is interesting to me because I didn't get I was still on cassettes. Now I was born in ninety. So if you got a CD player in ninety, yeah. They had me on cassette <laughs> still. The first CD I ever got was Backstreet Boys Millennium. And that's because somebody gave it to me for my birthday. They had to get me a CD player so I could use my birthday gift from my friends. <laughs> in sync, I started out on cassettes. The, the Dixie Chicks, the Chicks, Hanson. Mm-hmm. I had these cassettes for nine years, but they were giving you the latest and greatest in technology. Well, to be fair, I had the CD player and I took it with me. So, oh, so, okay. So they just, I mean, I was the CD player in the house. Oh, well. So if it's any if it's any consolation, I know that like when I was in junior high, 12, 13 years old, so this was after you were born, obviously, mm-hmm. I was still buying cassette tapes. I remember, I remember going in and buying <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I really liked the song, David Ball. Thinking problem. Oh, oh my God! Please yes, yeah. I admit <laughs> I got a thinking problem. <laughs> yes, I love yeah. the heck out of that song, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> love the heck out of that song. I was still buying cassettes though in the nineties because my cars mm-hmm. didn't have CD players in them. That was an issue. That was an issue. And now the cars don't have CD players. No. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, no, and and I remember buying, still buying um, cassette singles mm-hmm. for songs. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know that song by I think it was the Murmurs. You suck. I had that on cassette. Single. <laughs> you paralyze my mind, yep. and for oh, that, yeah. you suck. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. We've digressed yeah. a little bit. We we're doing haven't. we're doing fall songs. I got lots of different types of music <laughs> on my list. Yeah, about fall songs. And so, in this particular episode, uh, in round one, Beth will draft first. Oh. I will draft second. Heather drafts third. And then in round two, we'll reverse the order. Heather, then Ben, then Beth. And then in round three, Beth will lead us off again. I'll draft second, and Heather will will finish the draft with her third pick. That will give us nine songs, and from there, we will then try to cut four of those nine out to give us a total of our top five, and then we'll try to rank those five in order one through five. Um, the best fall songs, and by fall we mean <laughs> actual <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up kind of song. <laughs> and for you younger listeners, you have no idea what that means nope. probably. Hmm. Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> I think they still make yeah. life alert though. Yeah. yeah. So, but now everybody's got a cell phone, so it's probably like, like even grannies have. Yeah, but you remember the jitterbug yeah. that they used to advertise? <laughs> the jitterbug with the buttons on the it. Buttons were like... are huge. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> so we're doing fall song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like you're trying. To well, I feel like, like we're reminiscing here. Uh, you know, yeah. like we're doing a lot of. We're talking about CD mm-hmm. players. Our first. Yeah. You know, single cassettes. We got a thinking problem. We're thinking too much. Uh-huh. So, Beth, round one, 
Mm-hmm. What's the number one selection of the fall songs draft? I've chosen I Can't Help Falling or Can't Help Falling in Love with You by Elvis. So this is just, ooh, yeah, that's a little hot. Okay, in our ears. Um, so this is really just one of the, I feel like one of the greatest songs of all time. Just, I mean, it's simple, it's relatable, um, it's beautiful. It's, you know, if you've ever been in love, you do feel like, you know, like maybe somebody says, this is not a great idea. <laughs> Don't do it, girl. But you're like, I'm not going to do it, girl. <laughs> okay, I did, I did it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, like, you, you know, like, I can't help it. I don't have a choice in this matter. I have fallen in love. Um, and it's time for a fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. I bet you didn't think there'd be a fun fact about this song, but there is. So it's originally written for um, the point of view of a woman. So it would have said, I can't help falling in love with him, mm-hmm. which is why the lyric, why the rhyme scheme, sin. sin and in, why they don't rhyme with you. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Drop that little nugget on you. <clears throat> he stole that woman's song. He sure did, which he tried to do to Dolly, too. Uh-huh. He, he didn't write any of it. Well, the song. colonel, I guess, tried to do that to Dolly. Mm-hmm. We won't blame Elvis. But yeah. anyway... I love this song. I'm not going to go through what is the the, the the stats and the charts and all that. We all know this is a great song. Um, so Help, Where did it chart? I'll tell you, I don't know because I didn't even look at it. <laughs> oh. I didn't even bother. Is that the Jordan oh. Ayers? Because I feel like the him? people don't need to. What? Is that the Jordan Ayers singing with him? Yeah. Yeah. The production says yes. Okay. Production is mom, the resident Elvis expert. Okay. So. That's my pick. It's a good one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Safe pick. Well, Safe yeah. Pick. Sometimes the obvious answer. Sometimes the obvious ones, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Absolutely. I get to pick next. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So um, I'm picking, and I, I will admit that I may be a little biased because this is one of my favorite artists of all time. I bet I know what it is. It's Tom Petty, Free Fall. Yep. <laughs> That's my number two.
So I would argue that that free falling is, you know, maybe not not even just the best fall song, but I think it would arguably, and this is this is high praise for me. It may be Tom Petty's best song um, that he, that he recorded, and that's that's pretty high praise for me because I love Tom Petty. Um, but it did hit number seven on the Billboard Top 100, and it stayed on the Billboard charts for seven months. It was a really, really long time to stay on the charts. Um, what I really like about this song is it shows why Tom Petty is one of the best uh, musical storytellers of that time period. Um, there's there's a lot of dichotomy in the song in that it, it on its surface, it's very simple. But when you start digging into it, there's a lot of different layers and things that can be taken in two different ways. Um, so, you know, he's, he's he kind of has this braggadocious story that he's, you know, I'm a bad boy and I do, you know, I broke this girl's heart and I'm free. Well, well, he's free falling because, you know, he, he actually did like the girl, but he did her wrong. He's lost her. He's talking about all these things to do. You know, it mentions, you know, Mulholland and Ventura Boulevard and a lot of these things that are within the city of Los Angeles. But then he also mentions, you know, it's kind of like he owns this town in a, in a way. But then he also mentions, I want to leave this world for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's mm-hmm. this there's this kind of give and take of he's 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 living this life, this high life, this I mean, I almost say machismo kind of, you know, I'm the bad boy life. But there's this part inside of him that is saying there's nothing really in it, though. I mean, there's no depth to my life and. The song, in a lot of ways, is that way. Like, it, it seems very simple. I mean, the words are simple. But when you start digging into the dual meanings of things, there's a lot more complexity kind of under the surface. And I think that that's one thing that Tom Petty does very well. He takes something that makes it seem very simple a lot of times. And even the, the musicianship. He's a really good guitar player. But he makes he makes it seem like it's not sp- special, you know, because he doesn't do a lot of flourishes. That's just not the way that he, he plays a guitar, but it's just really clean. And there are some, just some nuances musically with chord structures and using a, a, a version of maybe F sharp with just a little, he may key it a little different to just give it a little different, tune or a sound that other people may do and so it's just you know he's he's not an, an overwhelming personality either i mean he's very subdued when he does you know he kind of has this bob dylan you know kind of <laughs> thing about him you know um but just super super talented and uh i was not going to miss the opportunity to draft a tom petty song yeah <laughs> uh that was so blatantly obvious to pick, you know. <laughs> so that that's my first pick. All right. That's a good pick. All right. My first pick from 1985. Asylum. His tears are falling by kiss. 
I love this song so much. It's also on Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits, which is a fantastic Greatest Hits album. Listen carefully to the instrumentation and the vocals. Alright, so this was written and sung by Paul Stanley, one of the few since the 1970s to have been solely created by him, and he wouldn't do it again until 2006. It was number 20 on the Billboard Hot 100. You hear lots of really good vocals. You hear, you know, uh, Bruce Kulick is his first proper introduction. He played on Animalize, but this was the first time you saw him. Um, great guitar solo. Um, what you do not hear on this track is Gene Simmons. He's not listed, not even on bass. He's, I don't, he's in the video, which is maybe the worst. It's a terrible video. <laughs> it's terrible. But it was a huge success on radio and MTV, and it contributed to their popularity into the 80s when they took their makeup off. So they went through that era where they went without makeup. And so. Not um, Gene Simmons' best moment. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> No. And and I think this is the video. Isn't this the video where um, Bruce Kulick is standing in the shower, like playing his guitar solo, fully clothed in the shower with an electric guitar? Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't it's, sound safe at all. I mean, they're all in neon and every. I mean, this video is. It's hmm. a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. But um, the song is great, and it it sort of has that poppy. Disco sound of I Was Made For Loving You, but not quite as just blatantly disco in your face. I I love this song. It was the first one that came to mind when I was thinking of Fallen songs. So, huh. so there you go. do you remember, I, I still remember this. Uh -oh. I don't remember how old I was, but you probably had the Smashes Thrash. I, I remember. I, I know you had that. Christmas gift, yeah. And I, I, guess, I guess I had listen to it or something because um i was going around just around in the house singing this tears are falling yes mm -hmm. and <laughs> and i was doing the oh no but i was doing like the tears are falling and, <laughs> and so i remember you were in the room and mom and mom said ben that is that can't be right that can't be right and you were like no, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they do. Like you're doing the backup vocals? Yes. Yeah. And mom was like, Ben, that can't be right. That can't be they right. They do phrase it like that. Yeah. You know, and you were like, no, mom, <laughs> that's, that's that's one of the parts. <laughs> so funny for mom to be like, no, you stop singing at the choir way. Yeah. <laughs> stop singing that Kiss song. We will sing rock and roll in this house. <laughs> 
Oh, you mean falling? Yeah, oh. falling. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's kinda, what they yeah. do. Yeah. But I think I don't think she thought it was the right note. Oh, because oh. oh, that's the harmony part. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that is exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't remember that, but. So there's my story. Okay. And I'm st- 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 just sticking to it. Colin Ray? Colin Ray. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, he stutters at, at one of the verses. Colin and I'm st- 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 Oh, yeah, he does. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get to go again, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, my second piece. Piece? Oh, the second piece <laughs> I've chosen for you today. <laughs> NPR. <laughs> From the Baroque period. <laughs> We were the only people in the room who thought that was uh, bad. No, we didn't. <laughs> right. But it was. Well, you, you know what they you know what they said in um, <laughs> the Beauty and the Beast. If it ain't, if it's not baroque, baroque. don't <laughs> fix it. Is that Cogsworth baroque. Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, this is almost from the Baroque period, 1961. <laughs> I fall to pieces. Oh. Pets Club. Nice little country option here. Each time I see you again. Number seven on CMT's greatest songs in country music. Uh, Rolling Stone ranked it as number 238 on the 500 greatest songs of all time. It was number 107 of the RIAA songs of the century. And Rolling Stone named it to their list of the 40 saddest country songs of all time. Um, I asked about the Jordanaires because the Jordanaires sing backups for her on this. And uh, actually, Brenda Lee... Of rocking around the Christmas tree <laughs> fame, <laughs> uh, turned this song down before Klein took it. Um, and she did not want the Jordanaires to do the backups because she thought they would drown out her sound and she was not friendly when she met them. Patsy, or yeah, but I think Patsy kind of has a reputation for not necessarily being the most polite woman in country music. I think she was a little mm-hmm. rough around the edges, but I mean. She she paved the way. I mean, oh, it's she like, did. But at that time, is it really because she wasn't friendly or is it because she was a woman who was direct? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's kind of my question. Well, I mean, after it said on the fourth take, <clears throat> by the fourth take, every grown man in the studio was bawling like a baby because of the way she mm-hmm. just caresses those phrases the way she does. And, like, that first note, that is low. It is low. And the fact that she can get that round, full, but soft sound that she does, I mean, just from straight out the gate, she is, mm-hmm. she's, she come to play. But um, after that, she and the Jordanaires did become fast friends. It was released in January 1961 and basically got ignored. So on April 3rd, it debuted on the Billboard Country Chart and began the slowest ascent ever. <laughs> By August 1961, it peaked at number one on the Billboard Country Chart and reached number 12 on the Billboard Pop Chart. 
And it was also one of the slowest descenders. Klein's car accident was in June of 1961, so she couldn't promote it. But it got her an invite to the Grand Ole Opry. So it was very, it was a very important song mm-hmm. in her career. And it, I mean, the fact that it took so long, it was released in January, and she didn't have a number one on it <laughs> till August. Wow. With a car accident in between that she could not yeah. promote. And it was a crossover hit. So I think in in especially for women in country music, I think this song is very pivotal and important. Well, and so on the 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 politics of the situation, um, one of the best country music books that I've ever read was I guess it would really be considered a memoir by Loretta Lynn. Um, with her relationship with Patsy Klein, it was called Patsy? Me and Patsy yeah. Kicking Up Dust. Um, friend, my friendship with with Patsy Klein, or mm-hmm. something like that, you know. And it was a brilliant book because it reads just like the way Loretta Lynn talks, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so, like, I read the whole thing like in Loretta Lynn's voice, mm-hmm. um, but she talked a lot about how. The music industry in in the country music industry at that time was very misogynistic, and not just in the the power structure of trying to hold women down, but you know the slap in the rear ends and the you know mm-hmm. the just men not acting gentlemanly. And she yeah. she mentioned some guys by name that were huge country stars that oh. came on to her in ways that mm-hmm. were not welcomed. And and Patsy is the one who taught her these men are going to take advantage of you if you let them take advantage of you. You've got to stand up for yourself. And if you have to kick them in the shin, you have to kick them in the shin. (laughs) Yeah. But you're good. You're good enough that they're not going to take the mic away from you. Yeah. I've never, I've never read that, but I have seen sweet dream several times. (laughs) And she, she didn't, she didn't come to the table to behave. Yeah. Patsy didn't. Right. You know, and Patsy wasn't, she wasn't a Dolly or a Tammy Wynette mm-hmm. or even a Loretta that wore the pretty dress. I mean, she, you know, she she wasn't that petite, you know, perfectly coiffed, you know, yeah. Barbie type. And, and the timing probably was good for her because it was really before television made yeah. such a big difference. You know, yeah. I mean, so the looks of it, you know, they were they were still at that time not um, finding their next big stars on TV yeah. or finding their next big stars even, you know, on background. They were they were getting demos. Yeah. yeah. And so they had no idea what the person looked like. Yeah. Um, the other thing that on I think I'm pretty sure it was this song. I watched a vocal coach. Um show her slides and and where she ends up. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, there are some huge slides in Mm -hmm. this song. I mean, like... Especially at the end. You know. That that jump, I can't can't even do it right now. And she she lands pinpoint Mm -hmm. accuracy. I mean, it's like, uh, it's incredible. Because, you know, like most people, most people with, even with really good ears, when they, when they slide... They'll slide up past the note and then they'll come back and mm-hmm. settle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not Patsy. She goes to the note, boom. Her pitch center it, is 
and holds crazy. it. And really, you know, I've said it before. My my only complaint about Patsy Klein is I, I hate to say it, it's almost that she's she's so good. She's almost too good, like sterile, almost yeah. to me. Because there, you don't hear the flaw because it's not there. But. Right, and I think that's that's why the slides are really important for her because I think mm-hmm. that's how that's where you can get emotion. Yeah, and, her and yeah, stuff humanity like comes out. Yeah. So, so anyway, and you know how I feel about Patsy Cline. I mean, when we did the too. when we yeah. did the you fought hard the best uh, yeah. female vocalist of all time uh, or country female vocalist. Mm-hmm. I, I fought like a dog to get her to be number one. Yeah, and I think she ended up number three. Please, ridiculous. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. If, did I we think, do country I vocals? It, I know we was, did iconic. I, I, think yeah, was, I think it was iconic, it was iconic country Iconic females. female artists. Maybe that's what it was. So I don't, I mean, and, if and it's vocals, that's a different conversation. I'll have to go right. back and look. I can't remember. We need to do that if I we haven't done it yet. I can't remember who who won that one. I think it was Dolly. I say won Dolly that. Won the it, 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 it was between... It was between Dolly and Loretta at the end. Oh. Um, for for most iconic, I remember. I thought it was between Dolly and Patsy. I'm pretty sure that the final two to get to the top two were between Loretta. Oh. And but here's She's what I would say: if 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 you want to know, you can go back and listen to <laughs> season one, episode three. Oh, okay, most iconic country artists for females. No, it did not go down quite the way you recall. She ended up number two. Did she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. My arguing skills got her to number two. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, me. <laughs> and but I, yeah, go listen to that. I appreciate we did, Patsy. We did I, fight hard know, on that. But we do need to do an actual voice, voice. one. Yeah, that would yeah. be good. Because that, that's a different that opens up a, That opens up a whole new can of worms. It does. And brings in some other people. Yeah, it, it does. does. Into yeah. the equation. And depending on when you break, if you break it down into year, it really changes the equation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I feel like we'd have to. Yeah. And then we could have a bonus episode. You do it twice to have a bonus episode. <laughs> I think it's, is it mine? It's is your it turn. It is. Little different. Going to change gears a little bit. Um, Fallen by Alicia Keys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a weird part of the video. Here it is. Mm. So this was uh, off of her album Songs in A Minor, which this song is actually in E minor. So there's that little piece of information. Um, 
But to, just to get all the accolades of this song out of the way, Fallen hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and um, hit number one in uh, countries all over the world. It won three Grammys, one for Best R&B Song, one for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance, and it won the Granddaddy of Them All Song of the Year uh, for in 2001. The musicianship is just incredible. I mean, uh, you know, I, I would say... If if there is a knock on the song, it's that the lyrics are pretty simplistic. But I would say that the vocal quality and the musicianship more than outweigh in any lack of depth in the lyrics. Um, depending on who you ask, some people may say it sounds like gospel. Some will say it sounds like soul. Some will say R&B. Some people call it all-in-out blues. Um, yes. <laughs> some of the some of the industry's biggest names said that this performance was in line with the work of Macy Gray and even Aretha Franklin, mm -hmm. and she's twenty years old at the at the time. Yeah, I was about to say I thought she was pretty young. Yeah, and and so May I. So Macy Gray and Aretha Franklin. Yeah, it's just an interesting pairing to me. I mean, like. But I think I think <laughs> the whole. I mean, she had that. I mean, I try was big. Yeah. She had another hit, uh -huh. too. Like, Why Didn't You Call Me or something? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, I, th I don't think they're talking about, like, necessarily commercial success, but just the talent. Like, they, okay. were, they were comparing that, that they, the voice quality was at the, at the top of the... Which is, again, interesting, because... I don't know. I'm just confused by that comparison. Yeah. Anyway, it does, it's not to yeah. your point, but it, I'm, I'm, I'm perplexed, is all. <laughs> I've seen so many people... Try to try to do this song, mm -mm. and that very you know that first acapella part. Yeah, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, for them. Because no. you, I mean, that little run. If you if you overshoot it, it's a hard way to find your way back. Yeah, the, you know, it's not. It is not a simple sequence to sing. You know, no, and. Really, none of it. She makes it sound easy, mm -hmm. but that vocal is not easy. No, it's kind of like the Chris Stapleton Tennessee whiskey <laughs> yeah. run. Like, you can do it or you can't. Right. Right. There, there's no sort of like, and no, like you got it or you don't. And there's like one person that can. It's the one. Yeah, we leave it. Let's leave it to them. And they yeah. recorded it. Yeah. yeah. George Jones is that way. You know, the thing about like the, the deal with George Jones is he makes run and, and when he's making a run. You think he's got nowhere to go. Right. Like you think, this is not going to end well for you, George. <laughs> yeah. But, man, he lands it, and it's like, ooh, now that was good. Yeah. You know? And Stapleton's that way in a lot of ways. Like yeah. Sometimes. He'll start a run, and you're, you'll be like, where are you going, dog? He's circling mm -hmm. around stuff. Where and I'm are like, you where going? Is, where is this where are you going? Yeah. And then, you know, he 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 lands on a on a limb. And that's what she does in yeah. a couple of yeah. times. Mm-hmm. And what I'll say about this performance is just like, as a man, listening to it, that's a sexy voice on the other end of that <laughs> on on the other end of that microphone. And I mean, it's uh, it's just, I think it's it's a song that I've never heard anybody say they don't like the song. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like there are a lot of songs out there that are huge hits, and some people say I don't like that song. I just don't like, but I'm. 
no matter what people's favorite genre is, like I think most people when they listen to this song are like, "That's a good song." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. All right, my second pick is "If I Fell" by the Beatles. So we've talked about this song at length mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. you know, our Beatles episode where this would have been the early, the early, early Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to retrace all of that. You can go listen to our Beatles. <laughs> um, Lennon said it was his first attempt at a ballad proper. Um, and then Paul was like, hey, I helped. Because no. <laughs> you know how John Well, John is. can tell you exactly John what John will tell you exactly what, yeah. Um, it's relatable. Um, so if you've ever been hurt, you know, like I, if, if I trust you, you know, I would love to love you, but I'm scared. Um, so if I trust you, are you going to break my heart? Um, yeah. And it's the Beatles. Come on. It's Lennon McCartney. Yeah. The harmonies are so good. And again, like that unique Beatles Mm -hmm. harmony Mm -hmm. where you're like, this is nobody else does harmonies like that. And, like, their voices are s- somewhat unpleasant. Really. Yeah. John, you know? John is still in that in that phase that he was in that, like, when any time anybody imitates the Beatles, uh-huh. that voice. Yes. I mean, that... Yeah. That, that I don't know, that quality to his voice that is mm-hmm. very audible. In this particular song. Yeah. As much as I love the Beatles, that's not their strong <laughs> suit. It is most definitely the songwriting oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the musicality of it, especially in their, their later years. But I just, you know, it's a, it's, it's similar to Can't Help Falling in Love. It's, mm-hmm. it's simple, but I think the, like lyrically, it's strong in its simplicity. Yeah. And if you want the full conversation piece on If I Fell, that would be <laughs> Season 2, Episode 10, which we did back in uh, May of this year, actually. So it wasn't that long ago. Oh, no, I guess it wasn't. And then yeah. you can listen. No. Then you can go back and listen to our later Beatles episode. Right. Which will be dropped. No, already has dropped. <laughs> <laughs> it has dropped. I've lost. And then our mini episode. Where Bonus we, episode. Yeah. Where we rank all of them. Well, the top five from each one. And it gets heated. <laughs> it gets heated. And the reason it got heated. Oh, my God. Is because if you recall, <laughs> <laughs> someone decided to get petty and move the song that they knew should have been number one to number two. Who was that, Heather? I don't know. But we're growing. Tom Petty. It's growing. 
Petty LaBelle. <laughs> Petty what? Beth, you get another pick. Oh, my gosh, I do. I forgot how the show works. All right. So my next pick is Skyfall by Adele. And if you're recognizing a light motif there, um, it's because <laughs> this was recorded for the James Bond film of the same name, Skyfall. Um, so they were they were aiming for a dark and moody vibe after reading the film's script. Um, and it's widely regarded as one of the best Bond themes. Uh, it's one of the best-selling digital singles of all time. It won an Academy Award, a Critics' Choice Award, a Golden Globe, a Grammy um and the lower rank because it in the beginning it's pretty low in the verses and that's because she was very very pregnant at the time <laughs> and so now she struggles to perform the song because it is too low for her mm -hmm. um so um and it's just it's a song about death and rebirth and when the world ends when it all comes down to it everything is is crashing down as long as we have each other's backs, we can make it. Um, so, Skyfall. The problem with it is that the range is pretty big in it. So, it if she takes big. it up, mm -hmm. then it's going to be. I think she could take it up. She I mean, probably could. I think At least she could. A, like a step a, or a half, half step. step or I think she could. Step, but. but then does that, sometimes, you know, doing that mm -hmm. messes with the integrity of the instrumentation and it loses something there depending yeah. on where you. Where you take it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It would be interesting. She wouldn't have that same color in her... No. In her low wouldn't. end. Yeah. Yep. Benjamin. Ready for me to pick? Yeah. All right. So, after all the heck I gave you for picking Kenny Chesney once upon a time, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick... I want to pick a Kenny Chesney song. And uh, it's The Boys of Fall. So, cheesy, yes, I will grant you, yes. But <laughs> what I would say is that every single word of the song is accurate. Like, every word. Kenny Chesney can do two types of songs really, really well. One of them is what I like to call Redneck Riviera Rock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep, yep, okay. Yep, yep, yep. 
which are songs that are kind of like two parts Jimmy Buffett and one part Garth Brooks. Yeah. He can do those all really, really well. Orange Beach. Um, <laughs> but I think... <laughs> they play really well there. Gulf Shores. But I, th- yeah. I think better than that, what he does really well is, is songs that take people, you know, they'll take you back, <laughs> so to speak. Um, but, you know, he does do a lot of songs that make you go back and rethink some of those high school years or college years mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so I feel like this may be something that maybe you have to play the game of football to understand how true this whole thing is. I mean, it would be like if somebody writes a song about, you know, being in, in a rock and roll band. I've never been in a rock and roll band. So I really couldn't relate to that. Like I can relate to this one, but you know, there's just some of the details that just really hit home. Like there's a line that says to get to wear those game day jerseys down the hall. Yeah. You know, and so like as somebody that wore that jersey down the hall mm-hmm. on Fridays, it's like, yeah, that was pretty cool. You know, or it's turn it's it's time to turn and face the stars and stripe, it's fighting back them butterflies. You don't you know, that is real. I mean, before kickoff, those butterflies running through the sign, you know, and just that that feeling of – now, I was very fortunate to play on some really good football teams. We were really <laughs> never that concerned that we were going to lose, but it's just the anticipation of getting to play the game. And we live in a small town, and so, you know, lines like – in little towns like mine, that's all they got. Newspaper clipping, newspaper clippings in the coffee shops. Old men always think they know it all. <laughs> that is Malvern, Arkansas, yeah, man. Is. <laughs> that is us. And and so like more than that, I've realized now that I'm one of those old men. <laughs> you know that you know like well we should have done this on third down. We should have done that right. I mean it's like you know the, and that's just the way. That's just the way it is. It 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 gets the idea of of brotherhood, of of teammates. You know, like in the locker room, like we were we were leopards. You know, we we weren't broken up into GT kids or kids with bad grades or white kids or black kids or, you know, kids that listen to this kind of music or kids that listen. I mean, we were we bled orange, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, that line, you know, I got your back when your back's against the wall. You mess with one, you mess with you mess with us all. I mean, that was that was real life, you know. And so, uh, like, as far as just reminiscing about, because this this is very specific to football. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it is super specific. Um, so you know, just to have, I mean, it's it's almost like having a song written for you when it's something that's very specific and it's something that you live through. You know, that's that's kind of a, it just hits you a little different. Yeah, because there are some aspects like that of a, the team mentality, right? So as a volleyball player, it's there there is that where you know like we are very different outside of eighth period or whatever or right. you know however we're coming together for a common goal, we're working together. But I think football is is a little different in that, you know, like with volleyball, you're separated by the net. It's not that that up close, that contact, but with football, you are, you know, you're more likely to get to get injured. in a tussle 
with the with the other team. You're more likely to have that smack talk affect you when you're that up close and personal, you know. Um, so, like, I can I can look at the lyrics and be like, okay, I can somewhat relate as someone who has been part of a team, but it is so specific, and I think the experience of playing a contact sport is different, you know. I right. think I well, think that's well, and so like the unique. trash talk line. He, yeah. he mentions trash talk. Here, here's <laughs> here's an example that your brother was a part of. Um, <laughs> so we were playing Arkadelphia, and I was playing outside linebacker, and basically I was a defensive end that stood up. But all that to say that their their tackle was big kid. I mean, he was three hundred pounds, and he was getting recruited by colleges, you know, mm-hmm. all over. Now he was slow. So he wasn't like a fast 300 pounds. Like he wasn't going to go to Arkansas or Alabama or anything like that, but he was he was a big, strong kid, and he was probably going to play at, at a reasonably good Division II school or a low-end Division I school. Well, he saw me coming up. I was a buck 85, <laughs> you know, which wasn't small, but it certainly wasn't 300 bills, you know. Mm-hmm. And so he sees me walk up, and he's, he says, <laughs> I'm going to eat your lunch. <laughs> and I said, big boy, you look like you've been eating everybody's lunch. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and his, the rest, his teammates, mm-hmm. his offensive line thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and they start laughing. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, the trash talk deal mm-hmm. was, uh, the trash talk deal was legit. But so that's, uh, anyway, that's, that's my third well, I, I and don't, final pick. I don't know about, you know, football either. But in in, in band. band, this one time at band camp, I didn't oh go to band gosh. camp. But you know, majorettes and flag lines. Yeah. Under, no, in the choir. Yeah, <laughs> I have nothing to speak to, to any of those experiences. Yeah, because I was not an athlete. The flute group, yeah, yeah. was pretty hardcore. <laughs> Whatever. I don't they know. They were what actually. What they, do you call yourselves? I don't know. But I'm going to tell you. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I didn't as much fun as the games were, and the games were a lot of fun. I mean, that's why we played. But just if you had a big win on the road, yeah, that bus ride home was solid. Yeah, gold, man. Yeah. Man, but if you lost, but if you oh lost, it was a <laughs> nobody it was can a speak. punch in the gut. <laughs> yeah, you know, man, it's, it was. I mean, it was a it was a great time, and I and I feel like Kenny Chesney did a. Did a solid for all for all of us that uh, <laughs> played the game all those years back. He he took us back, mm. so to speak. <laughs> Kenny Chesney was your second pick. I mean, <laughs> dang! And it, the thing is, can he, I? Can, let's talk about that for was, a second. He was my third. Your third pick. pick. <laughs> <laughs> he, you've lost all. He credibility. wasn't even. It was because. He, I got so far down my list, like it, like happened to you with the ghost songs. But, but no, when it happens to you, it's fine. Nobody can clown you about that. I just did, huh? I just did. I wasn't talking to you, dang. <laughs> no, I'm saying, <laughs> good lord. No, I was saying I did clown him a little bit. Well, on the ghost one? No, just now. Can you? Oh me? yeah, yeah, yeah. All anyway, right. anyway, I'm fixing. Sometimes the, the draft shakes out. The way it shakes out, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm fixing to bring it down. Bring it way down. Oh, boy. My last pick. Am, is that it? It's my, it's my turn, right? This yeah, is and that's the last one. Okay. It'll be the last pick of the draft. Okay. Uh, it is 
I Could Fall in Love by Selena from 1995's Dreaming of You. This album marked her transition from Spanish to English English language. Peaked at number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. It's a beautiful, smooth voice, sad, wistful lyrics. It's a great adult contemporary pop ballad. Um, The recording was completed on March 25th of 1995, and Selena was murdered on March 31st of 1995. And the song was released posthumously on June 15th. Mm. Of 95. And so, I mean, it's such a sentimental, um, beautiful, wistful song anyway. And then the sadness of what happened to her mm-hmm. even makes it, you know, the video, they obviously didn't even have time. So, like, they had taken footage of her from her concerts that she had done. And, and so it's just this. Yeah. You know, because... The whole song is basically about how I can't have you. And it's, you know, this longing song anyway. And then you know that, you know, she's she's gone. And so um, EMI didn't even release it as a commercial single because they were afraid it would outsell the album itself. (laughs) So um, it was a huge hit on both the Latin and the English language charts. But... um, it had three or four hits on that album, and I mm-hmm. think that had had history been different, mm-hmm. I feel like she would have become a huge English language yeah. pop star. Well, and I think the whole landscape probably of pop music would be different because she was already so huge and bringing mm-hmm. that, like, that Latin mm-hmm. flair into the pop scene, but it was cut short. Yeah. And so, but now like we see that it's very popular currently. Yeah. People like Bad Bunny and, um, gosh, like this was before JLo. It was yeah. before Shakira. Mm-hmm. It was before, um, I don't know. I can't think. I mean, um, well, I mean like really the only, Latin mega stars mm-hmm. you had you know Gloria Estefan yeah but the, and but that know? was like very Latin very Latin you know right like this is an, a real interesting fusion yeah Latin R&B pop and I don't know I mean it's it's interesting when we talk about J-Lo like 
since she played Selena yeah. in the movie and yeah. was a Amazing. stunning yeah. visual representation of her. I don't think she sang. Did she sing in the movie? I don't think so. I think she did some. I think some. I don't know. Because some of the vocal, some some stuff doesn't quite sound the same. Like, I wonder what the careers of J-Lo mm-hmm. and Shakira I mean, because they're considered pioneers. Yeah. As far as, you know, Latina st- mm-hmm. pop stars. But they would have had Selena come before well, where, where all would, of that. Where would Paula Abdul fit in all that, though? I mean, I she, she Puerto Rican? I'm not sure, like, nationality, her heritage, but she... I'm not you, sure that she... Like, you didn't pull... She, I don't know. Her music did not seem to me... To have that Latin influence mm-hmm. on it. It was just straight that, up pop, I feel yeah, like. I mean, I think that's... I, I do feel like she might be Puerto Rican and... I'm not sure. Nationality. She I, was born in San Francisco, in San Fernando, California. But her, I mean, like she, her was, family, she was a Laker she, girl. Just That's how she got famous. Yeah. I mean... I just, she, I just don't know. Like, because, you know, Latin slash Hispanic, whatever you... Like, yeah. It's very different. Depending on what country right. you're hailing from, right? Because, yeah. like, right, you know, um, Shakira with her She's Colombian, Colombian heritage yeah. sounds very different from Gloria Estefan's Cuban. Cuban sounds different from the Mexican flair the that's coming. That, yeah. yeah. So it's there's so much diversity mm-hmm. just within that whole. You know, I mean, like, yeah. But like when you see it, when you see. A pop star mm-hmm. that looks like you and speaks the same language. I mean, like, it's right. such a heavy influence, especially if you're one of the pioneers of it. What is it? What? What'd you find? <laughs> Paula Abdul's father was Syrian Jewish. Oh. Oh. And her her mom was from Manitoba. Okay. Oh. Well, well, I don't know. Well, that would explain why she didn't. That would that would make sense. Yep. We <laughs> just influence in her. We I, just I assume. I, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know, know why I thought. I thought. I thought. I thought she was Puerto Rican. I have no idea. I was wrong. I don't know. Wrong. But I, I That's just. That's why we research. I wonder. Try to correct things. <laughs> I just wonder yeah. what the pop landscape would yeah. have looked like and how it would have changed if Selena had. Mm-hmm. Cause like been there to influence it. I mean, s- people like Selena Gomez, she's doing Spanish speaking music. Like, I mean, that's it's relatively popular yeah. now, which is cool. Cause like at the college, we have this um, this program called like the Life Program, mm-hmm. and it's not specifically targeted toward Hispanic and Latino students, but that's that just happens to be kind of the population who participates the most and it's really interesting because they have times where like in free time they'll just pull up music yeah and like they're I mean we know how important music is to us right Right. but like the music that they choose that you know Latin music or Spanish speaking music and the connection that you can see, like the joy and mm-hmm. like popular music that speaks to you and that part of your identity that you, you know, there's just something about like, I feel like we take that for granted yeah. because that's just American popular music 
is easy to relate for us. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, f- I just wonder sometimes where we would be and how much more quickly that would have been yeah. at the forefront if she had not been murdered. Yeah, because, I mean, um, Becky G. Oh, yeah, um, I forget about Becky G. Camila Cabello. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christina Aguilera. He, yes. Oh, you know, I forget about so many of these. Shakira, Sh- you know, I mean, so. Christina had, like, a full Spanish-speaking yeah. album, didn't she? Yeah, so, um, and, and like yeah, like I say, Selena Gomez. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, I think her, vo- her voice is so soothing, and it's, yeah, it's just. She's, and she was, of course, just stunningly mm-hmm. beautiful and stuff. So, anyway, it's a sad story, but. It is a sad story. Anyway, that's my last pick. Okay. So, we have nine picks? We do. You want to hear them? I would love to. Great. <laughs> ben has chosen Free Fallen by Tom Petty, Fallen by Alicia Keys, and Boys of Fall by Kenny Chesney. Heather picked Tears Are Fallen by Kiss, I Fall to Pieces by Patsy Cline, and I Could Fall in Love by Selena. I chose Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis, If I Fell by the Beatles, and Skyfall by Adele. Well. This is going to be like the America episode. Oh, yeah, because they're all so different. <laughs> America. Oh, um, what songs did not title? get? Oh, song, songs that did not get selected. Now, we actually... My top seven got selected. Wow. What'd you, yep. what'd you not have on there? <laughs> Fallen Angel by Poison. Oh, <laughs> nice. And Fall On Me by R.E.M. Okay. What you, Heather? Uh, I had my top seven mentioned as well. I had Raindrops Keep Falling On My Head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Please Help Me, I'm Falling. Okay. Oh, so you went kind of classic. I, I did. Um, my top five got mentioned. I threw in some more contemporary stuff. I Fall Apart by Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Posty. Uh, Fall to Pieces by Velvet yeah. Revolver. DJ Got Us Falling in Love by Ursher. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh, actually, no, my number nine was, was drafted. So, okay. So now we have nine songs, mm-hmm. and we need to go from nine songs to five. Working nine to five. That was awful again. Oh, well. Okay, so uh, it, if I understand correctly, there was quite a bit of crossover, so I wonder if we might be able to move some over without too much maybe haggling. So let's start with the first pick. Uh, Beth had I Can't Help Falling in Love with You, which meant it was obviously her number one overall. It was also in my top five. It was my number five. Four, Heather, was it on your list? Seven. It was number seven, so one, four, seven. We'll figure that out. Um, Free Fallen was my number one. Number two. It was your number two. <laughs> nine. Number nine. Why are you wrong? <laughs> Honestly, I almost didn't put it on there at all um, because I... <laughs> So that's all. <laughs> that's all. That's all. So I put it on there as a courtesy because I knew it's a big song and had fallen the title. <laughs> I will correct you later. Um, 
<laughs> so uh, tears are falling. <laughs> I did not have it on on my list. I didn't either. Would you like to tell us why you're oh, wrong? Oh no. Tears are falling. I was like, oh no, nobody else had it on their list. Um, okay. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I fall to pieces. Uh, was Heather's second pick? Well, yeah. Where was it on your list? Well, oh, it was her second pick. Where was it on your list? Three. Great question. Three. It was my number four. It was my number seven. Okay. Then I had Alicia Keys. It was my number two. Six. Three. Then Beth had If I Fell. Where was where was that on your list? Uh, two. And it was my number five. Five. So that was in the top, everybody's top five. If I Fell. Yeah. It was five, five, and two. Yeah. So the odd, I mean, there should not be probably too much discussion about that one going over, right? Mm-mm. Unless we have changed our mind and somebody thinks it's no longer in their top five. No, I guess that's the only one that meets that just yet. So mm-hmm. I guess we could say. Skyfall was the next pick, and I had Skyfall at six. Mm-mm. You didn't, you didn't have, it? have it on your list? Okay. Mm-hmm. I took it off. <laughs> the Boys of Fall. I'm probably the only one that had Boys of Fall on there. Mm-hmm. And then Heather had I Could Fall in Love. I did not have it in my top nine. I didn't either. But I really like it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thinking, because I was like, okay, one, two, three, four, five. There are five that we all had on our list. But I really like that pick. So which one of yours do you want to take off? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, let's see. We have so. Can you give us a rundown on what the the where where the each song was on on the list? Like, is there one that like it's like three low ones or? Um, I mean, it really all probably evens out at some point. I mean. If I Fell was the only one we all had in the top five. Okay. Um, Fallen, there were two pretty high ones, but then the one kind of evens it out, like brings it down. So 8, 11, 10, 14, 8, 12. 12. <laughs> eight, 12. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> they're all about the same. <laughs> um yeah. Which one's the 14? If there is an outlier, that would be it. I fall to pieces, but that's because mm. of somebody put it seven. Who did that? Me. I did. Mm. Would you like to tell us why you're wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Guess not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that one is not out as far out of line. Now, now the free-falling one is the one where there's a huge outlier. <laughs> Right? Yeah. There's a one, a two, and like a nine. Yeah. I wasn't going to talk about that. Because <laughs> so, I mean, that's me. <laughs> well, so, and then, I mean, there's a, a two and a three and a six, which would be Heather. Which one was that? 
Fallen. Mm. I'm surprised you had fallen so low. I mean, I, I mean, I could be persuaded to, here's my problem and this, and I've, I'm learning to try not to do this. I, this is the home sweet home mistake that I made that I will not make (laughs) again. (laughs) I assume that it seems obvious to me that that they will be on everybody's list because, duh. But then they turn out not to be on people's lists. And so I try to put other songs that I like in the conversation. And I think that's kind of what happened with Fallen. I had it down further because I knew that it would get... It's not necessarily my favorite, but it's you know it's a good song and I know it's a popular song. So I knew that it would be mentioned up above mine. So, so I guess are, I kind of jank up the list sometimes. Are you saying that you think it should be in the top five? I don't have a problem with it being in the top five. I mean, it was number, it was number six. So it's just barely outside my top five. Has that got the lowest total number? Probably. I fall to, well, uh, yeah, the lowest total number. Yes, it does. So it, it'll probably go over, I would think, don't you? Yeah. I mean, if you would reevaluate that nine slot for a free falling, it would it would make that a lot easier. I mean, I can't help <laughs> it. Like, if that's a situation of like y'all ranked it high, you are two out of the three. I don't have to change because y'all can just make that decision. And I if and I accept it. Um, I just I'm not a fan. But you know, I'm one of three. Well, I would vote to push it over. I mean, it was my number one overall. It was my number two overall. So I think so it, is that the yeah, I think okay. it should go over. Okay. Fallen, free fallen. We have two slots remaining. Yeah, so let's be careful. Well, let's okay. Well, let's. So are <laughs> the ones that we are not looking at are tears are falling. Yeah. Um, the Boom. boys of fall. And I could fall in love because those are the three that did not make everybody's list. And Skyfall. Oh, I thought. Oh, did you, no Heather, Heather didn't Heather have that did one. not have Skyfall on there. But I had Skyfall number six. But listen, I'm not saying no to I could fall in love just yet. <laughs> like. Hmm. Um. Gosh, but what, what do we not put in there? So I had I had fall to pieces. You had fall to pieces. What? What was? Where did you have I, I fall to pieces? I had it at four. And you had it where? Three. And I, I mean, I had it, it second. And I mean, I had it. I had it at seven. So I mean, like that. To me, that's one that makes sense to go over because, like, I think that the average is less than five. By quite a bit, right? Yeah. Well, but... Oh, but it's got the biggest number. 
mm-hmm. of the ones left. Can't help falling in love was oh. a one. Oh, of four and a seven. yeah, yeah. I, I I had that number four. You had it number one. Mm-hmm. Seven. And you had it seven. Oh man. See, I think those are the. Two. <laughs> I think those are the two that should go over. I think it should be Patsy and Elvis. That I mean, that matches my list, my big list. That's consistent with it does me with too. my ranking. I mean that that puts. This is a this is a point where I'm just. But I didn't think about that song. So like, where would I have put it? Like, would that have changed? I guess probably not. But I really like it. This is one of the times where I have to put maybe put preference aside. I don't know. I mean, the numbers are what they are. But is that all that the show is? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna let this, I'm gonna let you work this out in your head. Not <laughs> okay, but if we go, <laughs> but I'm trying to think like, okay, with the two songs that are considered, "I Fall to Pieces" has a lower score than. The other one that we are considering can't help falling in love. So technically, would it be I fall to pieces versus I could fall in love? And am I really willing to do that? Because that's a great song, too. I'm probably not willing to do can't help falling in love. Trade that one. Yeah. Maybe we should have a top six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's like absolutely. We're not. here to make okay. the hard choices. Fine, fine, fine. Now we have to rank them. You can put an asterisk. By which one? Uh, like for a number six. No, oh, this is what no. It been. no. <laughs> Honorable mention. Yes. I could fall in love by Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> we could follow the rules. We can we follow. Are, we can follow the rules. We are. We have a top five now. Okay. Okay. Our top five. Can't help falling in love by Elvis. This, I fall to pieces. This could be tricky. Uh huh. By Patsy Cline. Free falling by Tom Petty. Whoa! That was my throat. <laughs> Been drinking too much water. Um, <laughs> falling by Alicia Keys and If I Fell by The Beatles. Oh boy. These are great songs, except with the exception. See, I don't. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not a great song. Well, that's my opinion. Okay. <laughs> so, I think all the other ones are better, but that's my. This is gonna. This is gonna be tough, actually, because. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow. You would think one of our one of the songs we picked first would be number one overall. I wonder if we've ever had a song not number one, not picked in the first round, ever become number one overall. I don't know. I feel like that could happen. Well, it had because, probably would have to be somebody. Because who... if I fell is the one that we moved over the easiest based on the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um. It was number five for me, so I mean, it was like barely in my top five, but it was in my top five. Beth, it was your second pick. I mean, was it was it two or three for you overall? It was my second overall. 
Where did you have it? If I fail? Yeah. Five. five. Oh. That's not helpful. Right. <laughs> Beth, if you would just rank free falling one or two, this would the number one spot would be taken care of. Yeah, I would not be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and so Alicia, I mean, y'all Keys, can do that. Alicia Keys barely got in to the top five because Heather had her ranked low. Mm-hmm. Um, where did you have I Can't Help Falling in Love with You? Seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just be, he's trying to he's trying to rationalize one, but it's it's not going to happen. The spread on all of them. Yeah, I mean, it's all so close. Um, we're just going to have to fight it out. I mean, that's all <laughs> that's all there is to it. And so my 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 case would be this. My case would be we have one song that was one or two on two lists. And there's an outlier. Mm-hmm. So if you take the outlier out, that song like should clearly be number one. <laughs> Y'all are gonna have to make that decision. I will not be. <laughs> I will not be in agreement. That's my, you know my vote already. I would not put it number one. I don't. I don't know if I would say I would put it like last, but I would not vote for it number one. Is it his voice? What is it? What is it about it that you don't like? I think it's so part of it is probably because I feel like it's overplayed. And I don't know. It just does it's it doesn't go anywhere to me. Like it's a one dynamic song, in my opinion. I feel like there needs to be some more some rise and fall there, but it's not really there for me. It's kind of boring. Okay. Let's try this. <laughs> Let's try this. If you could choose, Heather, one song that wasn't yours to be number one, what would it be? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna, Maybe uh, you're number two, perhaps. <laughs> I think we're going to have everybody answer this question. Me me included. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, Free Fallen was my number two. Beth, if you could choose one that was not Mm -hmm. yours, which one would you choose? For number one? For number one. Fallen. Okay. And if I could choose one that was not mine, I would choose, well, the first one on my list is I Can't Help Falling in Love with You because the other two are are mine, and three didn't make the list. So that doesn't, that doesn't help anything. anything. It doesn't help a whole <laughs> lot. Um, Should we say those are our top three? That would be free falling, falling, and I can't help falling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that means I fall to pieces, and if I fell, would be four and five. We can maybe we can put those in order. Okay, we're getting somewhere with that with that okay. piece of logic. Okay, I think. And then I had if mm-hmm. I fell above the Patsy Cline song. So if I, I were to well. rate them, if I were to rate them, I would put if I fell four and I fall to pieces five. Based on my list. 
But I really like both songs. I do too. And I I probably prefer the Patsy Cline song. I kind of feel the same. But at the same time, I there are a lot of moving parts to If I Fail that really make that an interesting song to me. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not, I'm not like super sold about one being four and one being five. Mm-hmm. Like I could be really happy either way. Hmm. What do you think, Heather? Well, obviously, I'm going to put I Fall to Pieces before If I Fail, because that's how I ranked it. Where did you have three? Mm-hmm. Hmm. But if I was going to pick one to listen to, as a personal preference, I would pick the Patsy Cline song. Yeah. There's something about me that's leaning... That way, even though it's not the way I had it on my list, I kind of feel like putting, I could go with that. Putting Patsy four, yeah, and Beatles five. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with. That. I don't really have a reasoning, but I don't guess we need one. Okay. All right. Now we just got to rank the top three, mm-hmm. which is free falling, falling, and I can't help falling. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In love with you. Well, this is going to be fun. <sighs> so if if I were going to, well, if my ranking of them on my paper is free falling, falling, and then I can't help falling. That's the order I have them in, too. Beth, what's your order? I mean, free falling is obviously last. Where I have them on my list? On your list. I would have... Can't help falling, falling, and free falling. So you have the exact opposite of what we've got. Well, that's just me. Because yeah. I'm one of three. There's nothing I could do about it. So, <laughs> is that what y'all want to do? I mean. <laughs> I mean, or you could. Well, I will tell you this. We don't have to do it. Based if on we walk out of this podcast with Tom Petty being number one, I will be happy. I will be very happy because <laughs> Tom Petty's my boy. <laughs> That's not up to me. I mean, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> the order that I had them in when I made my list was there, and they're all on my list. Was free falling at two. Yeah, but you got to make a decision. Is and what then, I'm saying. so I would say free fall and fall and can't help falling in love. That's the order oh, I would. And that's them the in. same order that, that you would do that's, in. That's the order that I have them in. Okay. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Okay, we have a fall list. We made one, guys. All right, the final ranking. The top fall, falling, fell, f- f- fellest. <laughs> um, number one, Free Fallen by Tom Petty. Two, Fallen by Alicia Keys. Three, Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis. Four, I Fall to Pieces by Patsy Klein. And five, If I Fell by The Beatles. I really can't complain. I mean, all of those were in my top four, uh, or in my top seven. <laughs> Blech. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. So... You know that's yeah. I, I'm I'm I like the list. All right. 
And they were all of them were in your top nine. Well, yeah, I mean, I they were all on my long list. Yeah. So one out of Curtis. And were they all fine. on yours? Mm-hmm. And so, they were I mean, all in my top seven. That I mean, may be that may be the first, may be first time first. <laughs> that that's ever happened. Yeah. So. Hmm. All right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you if you like say. this content. <laughs> We sure would like it if you left us a positive uh, comment or rating. Uh, if there are stars, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Heather wants to talk to you about our Gmail. No, I don't. Because <laughs> she's, she's telling me, mention the Gmail. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know what she, wants me to, what she wants me to say about it. You can email us. Yeah, we've decided that we want to hear from, from you, and so... In future podcasts, we're going to let you know what the next category coming up is. So we would need to do that right, right now. now. Right yeah. now. <laughs> Correct. So who wants to introduce the next? I think it's going to be really fun. I do too. Go ben, ahead, go ahead ben, and tell you her what it. the next podcast okay. is about. We haven't even really picked a name for it yet because. I think you had a good one. What 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 did, what did I say? The Thanksgiving table. The Thanksgiving table album. <laughs> so or or episode. So <laughs> in order for the band or artist to be selected, either the part of the band name or the name of the artist has to be something that could reasonably be found on the Thanksgiving table. Because this the episode will be dropping the day before Thanksgiving. Yes. yes. So you can listen to it on your drive on over your the river and through the woods. To Happy holidays, right. grandmother's house. You go. So for it, and we're gonna. I'm gonna give a couple of obvious examples that I mean. Spoiler alert: are probably gonna be yeah. on the list. But like, everybody likes cranberry sauce. <laughs> so the cranberries are very likely to get selected. Everyone, there's probably gonna be you know like pumpkin pie. So the smashing pumpkins would be a group. So. You just start thinking about foods that would be on the Thanksgiving table. And, and then email those. And then email those to us, and we'll see if they match our list. And it's the music list podcast at gmail.com. That right? is or correct. Just, is it podcast or just the music it's list? It's the music list podcast, music podcast. at gmail.com. Okay. And email them. Don't put them on social media. Email Please. them because we trying, want we don't want them. to see them. In Sean influence. is going to be the one to to yeah. tell us as the episode is being recorded how your how mm-hmm. your um, picks line up with ours. <laughs> so <laughs> so get involved, be a part of the show because lots of people like to tell us. Well, this is what I would have picked. All right, pick it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> So great. All right. <laughs> yeah. But again, we're on Instagram. We're also on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. So uh, those are also ways you can get a hold of us. But please do not put the post on social media where we can see them. We want to be surprised by them during the episode. You can email those selections to the musicalist podcast at gmail.com. So thank you. And we will have a happy Thanksgiving in two weeks. See you then. Thanks for joining us on the Music List Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. She almost had it. (laughs) 